You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live. Well, hi, it's Mike. It's old religion dystopia, no inverted belief. Just more reading. First, I'm going to do some reading out of Bill Bean's uh, new book, Connection. Uh, Chuck Warner's introduction. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, probably encourage you to uh, go check it out yourself. So, introduction, chapter one. Hello, and thank you for taking a time to read the Connection. I pray that my story and my triumph over tragedy will serve as a source of inspiration and motivation for you. I am praying right now that God, Yahweh, will bless every page of this book, and may he bless every word and every letter that I type. May God's blessing and favor be on this book and on all who read it. May this be your guidebook for staying super connected to God. May it also serve you in a way that's staying in faith, strength, and courage, a.k.a. warrior mode. I have wanted to write a fourth book for quite some time. But my busy schedule has prevented it. My current life is so much more blessed than it ever was cursed. And I was, for, I will forever praise God for saving me. I am... So, let me see if I can expand this a little bit. I seem to have a struggle. Anyways. Okay. Uh, I am far removed from all the evil and negative garbage that was attached to me that I almost feel like it must have happened to someone else. Never my wildest imagination did I ever see God working through me in this way of becoming a spiritual warrior. and a defender of those who are being victimized by evil. I travel all over America helping people to become free from a variety of issues, whether it may be depression, suicidal thoughts or attempts, relationship problems, anger, emotional issues, trauma issues, curses, drug, alcohol, porn addiction, demonic attachment and demonic oppression, to demonic possession. I have encountered all of it, and then some. God surely has worked through me to help people from all walks of life. It's like being on an endless concert tour 
And so many people are in need of my help in some way. I find that it's on the increase. Perhaps it's due to so many things taking place in our world that is leading people away from God. I ask that you, I ask that you put, you to put what I have just said to the test by keeping a notebook handy to document every movie, TV show, song, commercial, magazine, or news article that you watch, listen to, or read. Look for blatant displays of evil through symbolism, presentation, song lyrics, and any display thereof. I believe that you will be shocked to find that it's rampant, widespread, and in plain sight. There, is, there has been a concerted effort over many years to brainwash people into accepting evil and negativity as normal everyday life. I have dedicated many years to these studies along with the studies of human behavior and it's my feeling that we are in a real crisis situation in America, especially when it comes to our youth. Who's behind all of this and why? I have my opinions, and let me just say that the devil is in the details. Social engineering and the plan to destroy families goes all the way back to the 1950s. God has been taken out of everything. Just look at how many families that have been destroyed as a result. The devil does everything in reverse, so he's trying to make good evil and evil good. Before I go further, these scriptures are coming into my mind, and I must share them with you. Isaiah 5.20, Woe unto them that call evil good, good evil. Ecclesiastes uh, 12.1, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. The only way that we can guide our youth back to God is through proper structure and guidelines in the home, the saying, a family that prays together stays together. It's such a true saying, and is such a true saying. Many colleges, universities, and schools also play a big part in the brainwashing of our children into not believing in God. I know this for a fact. This is what I went through. Their general philosophy is do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. Crowley, right? This comes from the wicked teachings of Aleister Crowley and it directly opposes what Jesus taught us about being selfless. John fifteen thirteen Greater love hath no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends. Philippians 2, 3, in humility, be moved to treat one another as 
more important than yourself. That said, I know that we have to love ourselves in order to truly love others. However, there's a fine line between loving ourselves, being humble and caring and selfless, to loving ourselves so much that we become arrogant, totally self-absorbed and selfish. The latter traits are described in the Bible as vanity and haughty. The building up of oneself importance and self-entitlement can lead to one having no drive or motivation to succeed at anything. Furthermore, it can lead to a lack of regard, empathy, and compassion for others. The devil is in the details for sure. He loves every minute of feeling a person's selfishness and lack of compassion. I'll end my commentary with this. If both you and your family decide to truly make God first, then abundant blessings will follow. You will not only have a closer bond with God, but a closer bond between family members. That's an interesting in its own right. And, you know, there's other things to go along with that. And I just want to say, uh, I haven't asked uh, Bill if I could read that, but I'm not planning to read his whole book out loud to you or, you know, unless he gave me permission. It's a darn good read. It's simple, but straight to the point. Uh, saying that, too, there, you know, there's more things to this, too. When you come to the Lord, if the Lord grabs you and, you know, grabs you out of the world, well, then you <laughs> are going to have other things to deal with, too. But all praise and glory to God, because as you grow in closeness with God, and it might be that you're alone, isolated in this growth, because, you know, what I'm noticing, too, is there's a lot of times, you know, you can even go to church. I was going to decide to go to church today, but, you know, uh, probably not. Maybe next week um, when I have a something. And the reason why I say that is, is because my my experience going to church is outside of the sermon and or you know the service. Uh, there's not much talking about God, and you know I yearn to have personal conversation about God and God's experiences, but you can't really have them. And at a certain point, it's just like. Well, I could stare at it uh, and listen to the great sermon today, or I could share some truth to you. Uh, you know, a lot of things are on my mind. Uh, a lot of things are out there. The world is truly evil, and without God, you're going to have no hope. It's just as simple as that. Um, whether it's the geoengineering and what they're doing to the environment, the demonic entities all around you, to all the lies and deceptions, to being self-absorbed, to trying to be part of the scene, the clique, only to find out if you're really honest and have any kind of connection to any kind of God, the Spirit of God, that it's a whole bunch of bickering, backbiting, uh, fighting, and... Um, that's just the way it is. And, you know, the closer you get to God, there's also things that happen within your own family. Now, I believe that what, you know, uh, Bill's talking about in particular is your immediate family, you, your wife, and your children. 
Um, but you know, uh, when it comes to your your siblings and your parents and all that, as you follow God, unless they're following God, the true living God of the Bible, they're going to have a lot of issues. Like you know, like my brother. Once again, this is the second time he's disowned me in the past year. Basically, taking a break, uh, blocking me from Facebook um, because he's a totally devout Eastern Orthodox person who, you know, and as I bring up stuff to him like the idolatry of the whole church and about the division between the priestcraft and the laity and all the things that are wrong, uh, he just. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't. He, he wants to push his religion, not God. So, and, and I and I don't know what else to do. So, pray for him. Hope that he'll come out of it and realize, you know, that God's the only way you're going to find God is preparing, reading His Word, and in continual prayer and reading His Word. But also, they go out living life and trying to serve Him properly. I don't know exactly how that is will be for him. I know for me, right now, it's just. Um, Talking to a screen, basically. <laughs> At some point, I think I'm going to start doing what a lot of other folks are doing, which is sewing my mug more. I know that that will expand the popularity, although I don't think that's necessarily the right motive to do that unless people are hearing the message. And if it causes people to hear the message more, I guess then it's okay, because I know a lot of people want to have the visual thing, too, but... You know, we worship God in spirit and truth. And I don't want to become in any way, shape, or form, uh, let's put it this way, my own idol. And that's certainly, I don't think, because of this format and having a, you know, a few people listen to me that in any way I'm going to be someone else's idol. I hope not. But, you know, the danger would be to become my own idol, so... You know, it's uh, it's very dangerous these days to spend too much time on the internet or television if it's not really being some way somehow serving God. Um, you know, if you look at the television, it's a propaganda machine, and oh, this is Trump, this Trump, that, and you know. You know, here's this guy, you know, that was privileged from the get-go. He was groomed and raised to be this guy, to be the uh, the king of America. And he certainly is. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a, either Hillary or Trump or anybody as far as politics goes a supporter anymore. I used to be very much into it until I finally realized I was being duped like everyone else. And the combination of involvement with uh, certain things, and uh, it just came uh, so evident that it's ridiculous. So and now that you watch these things and know what they are, you see that you're just watching theater. Meanwhile, most of us are suffering from witchcraft and sorcery and deception to such a scale that we have no idea how bad it is, unless we do turn off things and get back into the word. And also to start living life in a more realistic basis, which means being connected with reality, which you'll never have through television, spending all your time on the computer, uh, work, uh, 
socializing in the pubs, the restaurants, you know. Um, reality is actually turning all the man-made constructs off and experience what really is happening. Most people don't even realize or are paying attention that the forest, not out in the Northwest or somewhere else like that or in, you know, in Northern California or in the Smoky Mountains, but in your own neighborhood are being destroyed, in your own communities, I should say. The, the amount of debt in the forest just is profound. I remember just as a young man that, yeah, there were dead logs and this and that, but the degree of it, no. And then you have these X structures and all these other formations, and you just say, well, these demonic entities are using these things for all sorts of things, and I think must mark their territory, I guess, and to mock God and glorify what's going up in the sky with all the geoengineering. And I, for one, am one of those guys that think that uh, the geoengineering is more than just global dimming or poisoning us or killing us. It's a combination of things, and one of the things is to make this realm dark again, as the devil and the demons want. I mean, God is the light of the world. So why dim it? Well, it's too hot. Well, it's not. It's too. It's, <laughs> uh, anyways. So anyways, this is The Connection, and you can get his book from uh, Bill Bean's um, website, which... Just put in BillBean.com and you'll find it. It's not that difficult. He's made it real easy for you to connect with them. Now, I've noticed that a few folks who have mentioned uh, from the show, not, you know, I kind of wish my, my, my YouTube channel had more uh, interaction with people. I wish people would, you know, make more comments. But then again, I'm just going to follow the, the directions of God and where he takes me in all this. Whether people like it or not, I noticed reading um, Romans, the book of Romans, that uh, they actually lost some subs. But you know what? Either you want to know the truth, you don't. And I'm really not interested in entertaining people. So if you don't want to know the truth, I understand. And I can certainly say, hey, there's a lot of other places to be entertained. I'm not here to entertain you. Care about you? I care about you enough to tell you the truth. And unfortunately, uh, living a day and an age, as we all do, just like it must have been in Ezekiel's time and other times, and I'm not saying I'm a prophet. I don't have to be. It's all been done. We just, you know, are repeating over and over the same old story. And there will be judgment on us, the Gentiles. We're going to have our judgment, just as Jerusalem did in 70 A.D., And that's what's happening right now on a worldwide scale. Yes. Worldwide scale. The world's being judged for its rebellion against God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Time is short, as people say. How it's all going to fall out, I don't know. I'm not... Uh, I'm not God. 
it's God's business how he's going to pass judgment on us. But we got to remember a couple of things. One is, being that we're spirit, soul, and flesh, that we uh, we do live for uh, eternity, that our spirit will live. And whatever happens here, with all the pain and suffering, and believe me, if anybody knows about pain and suffering, I do. 50 years of it's been tough, you know, from the moment God... Uh, that God, my father rejected me, and did uh, you know? Like so many people will talk about when they're demonized, even demon possessed, is how they were. What happened in their family life? Rejections always seems to be a major theme. My dad expressed great disdain for me, even up to his him dying in front of me six years ago. It's been now. Yeah, for me and my son. It was a weird, sick relationship. We were always in each other's life somehow, and yet never once did we ever have a conversation. Right now, I've talked to you uh, more than in my entire life with my dad, and yet he was in my life. (laughs) I don't know. It's like God, you know, he allowed things to happen in such a way that my father, the child that he hated the most, would be the one most involved in his life. (laughs) And I don't know. I hope he's saved. I do. My big brother feels so. But then again, I don't know. I've seen a lot of my big brother making uh, strange decisions. But then again, you know, um, over a year ago, I was under a very, God led me to be under a strong delusion myself. So to the point where I was actually delusional and thinking that our, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was Lucifer. Because it did happen. And, uh, but he saved me, he's brought me back to reality. So, now, a lot of people are going to say, oh, I don't believe that. I understand. I, most of my life, I didn't believe it, right? And yet, I even went back to it for a while, for not a very long time, but not long, long enough for uh, God to allow me to have the demonic realm beat the snot out of me to wake me up. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. i got a lot of things i got to share, a lot of things i got to get out there and... Uh, expose the evil one and his minions and how to do it in a way that I don't drive fear into you. Unless you don't believe in Jesus, then you should actually have absolute fear in you. But there's hope. And that is through Jesus Christ. And he's real. The only Father created all things through him and with him and for him. You know, Jesus created you. Believe it or not. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that are going to say this, that, and the other, but, you know, the truth is, uh, no matter who you are, he'll save you. But you've got to call upon him. 
And if you don't have the desire, then ask God to have the desire first to know who he is and then to know if Jesus is real. Ask Jesus as he's real. Sincerely, though. Like a sincere conversation that I'm having right now with whoever's going to listen to this and hear it. Of course, it's one-way conversation. Maybe it's the way it's supposed to be since there's a yearning in me to do this is because I never could have a real conversation with anybody around me <laughs> from parents, siblings, and friends. Quotes. Anyways, I'm not complaining. I'm just sharing what I go through because I know my experience to many of you who listen to this is not unique. It's the same thing you're going through. The exact same thing. And you're trying to make head and tails with the situation that you're in. You feel imprisoned and enslaved. People look out for looking for themselves and power them through the wrong way. The way you empower yourself is by submitting to God. And by doing so, you start to realize your place in all this and that you really aren't the center of the universe and you really aren't that important. God is important. By the way, that's a great place to be. Not only because you're starting to rightly align yourself with your Creator, but also you, through the Spirit of God, uh, be comforted by the truth of this matter and lose the bonds, the bondage of all the things of this world, whether you got to be the prettiest woman and most handsome man or be the richest man or have a trophy wife or have a big house or have a great job or have a fancy car or all the other materialistic, shallow, self-serving things out there that the world is throwing at you as important, you realize now that none of that's important. In fact, it's all been snares and traps. Even most organized Christianity is a snare and a trap, it turns out, unfortunately. Because if you don't really have a personal relationship with God, it doesn't mean anything. You're just part of a group. Now, you might feel some false sense of security, but history from the Bible and throughout all history is demonstrated over and over again that you have no security in the group. Only an illusion of that. And eventually, if things do hit the fan, well, guess what? You'll submit to the most, uh, probably most demonized, most uh, charismatic, quote-unquote charismatic, and uh, self-serving person out there, gentleman or woman, because they have the personality to persuade you and because you have not come to reality and are still in a strong delusion, you'll just follow blindly people. That we're supposed to do. Let's follow Jesus. Now, people will say, well, isn't it blind faith? No, it's not. As time goes on, things are revealed here and there. A little there and a little here. Until you finally get to a point, you're like, wow, Jesus is real. The spiritual realm is real. God is real. And he gives you just little things. Sometimes you need a lot of things, depending on how, uh, where you're at, I should say. And whether he intend, was his intention, I don't know what his intentions are. Many times, I guess, is to, if you are you blessed greatly, then, you know, 
your responsibility it is to give back greatly as well within your means, right? Because none of this matters. None of this matters. This whole world uh, uh, clearly uh, is going to end up just like the Middle East did. Not only toasted, but a wasteland, a desolate wasteland at some point. When it's God's time when he wills it. You can read through, you know, Revelation about that and determine yourself. But in the end of the day, it comes down to it's God's will, not ours. And the Bible's never meant to be a, a fortune cookie or used for divination or the, particularly in the future. It's only to know that, you know what? Near future either is going to be a glorious one with God or in hell. A lot of people don't want to hear that. I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to hear that for most of my life. You know, I'm 50, so I would even say, to be honest with you, I didn't really want to start. I didn't even really want to start even questioning or thinking about hell until what a year and a half ago. Accepted it, but did I understand it? Didn't really understand what the what it meant. What it means is these demonic entities that you think are nice little critters, interesting, that care about you, are not nice little critters. These things want your, as the old saying goes, right, to steal, kill, and destroy you. But, you know, um, of course, coming out of the Bible, but the truth is, they want you to go to to a place that they're going to end up for eternity. An awful place. And then you're going to experience reincarnation for what it really is. But you re-experience over and over again the torment of these things and the realization that all God asked you to do was to believe on His Son and you wouldn't do it. And you'll use the excuse of religion not to do it. You'll use the excuse of all the other fallen people around you who, gee, they just don't seem godly. Imagine that. (laughs) Although God saved us through the grace and and the faith of Jesus Christ, the fact of the matter is there's still a lot wrong with us as we were born in sin to begin with. And everybody's looking for man-made solutions, and there's never going to be a man-made solution. Is that you know I mean? That it should just be anarchy, and there shouldn't be laws, and we shouldn't... Listen, I say nay. I say nay, nay, nay. I say that, you know what? There, are, There is... I just watched a video of some guy, I don't know for what he was on, or how demonized he was, but he was in a pickup. And I think it's probably a relatively... Uh, well, it's you know one of those viral videos on the internet. Some guy uh, with his pickup and a trailer on the back with a bunch of stuff and trying to outrun a bunch of police who were trying to pull him over on the King's Highway, as if in any way, shape, or form he was going to get away from it. And I think in the end they shot him or something like that, and they had to because the guy was nuts and out of his mind, and he was going to kill other people on the highway with his driving. And then people were complaining about the thing or asking questions. Did they please go too far in their conversation? On the... Listen, I've been pulled over 
And every time I've ever been pulled over, it was for a good reason. Either I had a, a warrant or I had, a, I forgot to, you know, uh, my tags or renew my tags or whatever it was, you know what I mean? Or I had a speeding ticket, you know. And listen, these are the laws and the rules of the King's Highway. You might not like it. I might not like it. I wish, you know, sometimes I could just go do my own thing, too, and have great freedom. But you know what? In truth, we have freedom through our, the order of the law. My point being is that God's given us men and women, whether they're godly people or not, uh, positions of power to maintain law and order so that I could do this recording, that I could talk to you about God. Now, I, I, at the same token, it's clear as day that this is all falling apart before our eyes and that many people are not embracing the blessings of God, but are going to choose man, man-made solutions. You can live for eternity with God in, in a place that's really going to be wonderful, or you can follow the humanistic scientism, uh, based on scientism, approach, to life, transfusionism, singularity, to be blended with machine, only to be a housing for these demons. It's the reality. Why is it so important for me to talk about the demonic realm? That's because that's your number one enemy right now. Is the devil and his legions and legions and legions and legions of demons that are everywhere. And they are the ones that take over people who don't have the Spirit of God in them. And even when you do start having the Spirit of God in them, you still got to deal with these devils and these demons. You know, I woke up this morning dreaming about something perverse again. After reading uh, all night and focusing on God, yep, perverse. Part of it wasn't very, it was a thing, is that still small voice that rarely I listened to, what I should, was saying, you know, just read the Bible. But I spent a little break from reading the Bible and praying and listened to Jonathan Cleff, or whatever his name is. Uh, I made the mistake of watching him one of his videos where he had, uh, had um, well, he's showing pictures of women's vaginas and half-naked women and his ex-wife and all that kind of stuff, which was really great. Thanks, John. As if it has anything, you know, he's saying, well, we need to be mature now as Christians. And I'm like, yeah, I think most of us know what, you know, TNA is. Sorry about that, folks. I'm sorry, brothers and sisters. But that's, you know, what it is. I mean, I mean, thanks a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's not like we need Jonathan Cleff or Clack or whatever his name is to show us pornography. But that's what he did in his own way. Which is interesting in his own right because talking about the steeds and this whole thing about what happened and what might have happened at the in the garden. Anyways, tapping into our lust. One of the biggest problems that we have as humans 
is that we do have a, a, a strong sex drive, and it's really easy to manipulate us through that. It's real easy, and so um, by doing, you know, because of that, and because we don't are not anchored, our society no longer, and if it ever was, never was. I mean, witches and sorcerers actually started in America, but there were still Bible-believing Christians in the mix too. Kind of still gave people some real hope, and you know, the biblical answer to marriage, families is so important. It needs to be anchored in that. But we live in a society now where it's sodomy of all forms has become the norm. That it's all about sex, and when it gets old, well, you move on to another partner, and you end up getting married two or three or four times, and you end up having all these broken relationships, and that it's all supposed to be okay. And by the grace of God, if any of us ever get out of this Babylonian system, of, it damns us and damns our children. Well, through the grace and mercy of Heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, there is an answer. It's as simple as that. If you want to start having peace in your life, then you need to call upon Jesus Christ. If you want to be free from all the evil around you, you need to call upon Jesus Christ. That doesn't mean there's not going to be evil around you, but there's like a protective hedge, if you will. God protects you through all this. In the end, will you not suffer in this life? I can't tell you that. But you have to catch, catch God somehow. It put it in you. Let God put it in you. The hope of Jesus, eternal life, and that, that will help you through all the hardships here. Alex Jones, was I don't watch, and I haven't watched in a long time, I don't like him. It's not good for your spirit to watch him. He's a fear porn uh, distributor. <laughs> That's about this, you know, priest of fear porn. And part of the problem, part of the system. But it is a something that's true. A prison, plan, a, plan, a prison that we live in. I don't like the planet part. But this earth is, this world is a sort of prison for us because of the fall. Most of us live in boxes, go to work in a box and four wheels, then go to work in a box, then go grocery shopping in a box, uh, make love in a box, watch a box, stare at a box. We just love, pretty much allow ourselves to be enslaved. And without God, you're not going to have any hope. So, anyways, check out. The Connection by Bill Bean. Bill will be with me later on this week, and I'll put it up. Um, don't forget that, you know, there it talks you. You can, it doesn't cost you anything to subscribe, subscribe to become, uh, it doesn't just cost you a thing. Just, you know, follow. I know my own show, i got lots of people that follow. I haven't even done it. i still got people following. But with this new one, you know, I still don't got people really clicking follow. And um, I would like you to do that because, by the way, on TalkShoe, there's a lot more going on than on um, YouTube. 
Okay. Remember, it's all religion dystopia. Talkshoe.com. And it's real easy to follow, and all you you know, just go through what it says to do. You know, phone our phone number is seven two four 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 seven four four four, and then the call ID for uh, old religious stuff. You know, for belief is one four three zero one zero. Once again, one four three zero one zero on TalkShoe. That's the call ID. And you go from there, and then if you ever want to join in the conversation, well, you just either press 1 or 0 as far as uh, your own ID. Simple as that. You don't have to make one fancy like me. So anyways, uh, tomorrow should be interesting. You know, I... I'm doing this series on preterism not to convince you to be a preterist, not at all. But it's part of the body of Christ and we have to deal with it. Because obviously, a lot of what the Bible is talking about was 70 AD. But, as we just read in, once again, in Romans, that Gentiles will be judged too. Seems to me that's what's happening here now. And then, uh, if, if, if Jerusalem is any kind of foreshadow of things to come for us on a worldwide scale, it's going to be a hell of a ride, folks. There's going to be a lot of evil that you're going to see. And in the end, everyone's going to raise their fists against God, but it's been our fault all along. The devil, his demons, and all of us who've rejected God. The fallen angels in us reject God. Therefore, that's an even another, even more important reason to come to grips with Jesus, your Creator. Because if you don't accept Him, well, you can have, you can have it all. As Jesus said, what profits the world, what profits the man if he gained the whole world but lose his own soul? And most of us will sell ourselves sort for a pot of porridge. Even I will, if I don't have Christ in me and I don't focus on Him. If I don't focus on having fun or the Lord Savior Jesus Christ, I will sell myself myself for a pot of porridge. I've done it already. I could do it again without Jesus. Anyways, you have a great day, and uh, just you know, think about some of the things I said, and hopefully, some of it helped. All right. 